Hi, you're listening to Tipsy Book Reads. I'm Bree. I'm Jessica. And I'm Rebecca. And we're all tipsy. <laughs> Gets different every week. Oh, too many books on my TV. That's it. Just kind of get right there. Um. Disclaimer, we are all over 21, and there will be spoilers. We warned ya. This week, <laughs> this week we are discussing Siege and Storm, chapters 12 through the end of 17. Why are you laughing at me? Because we wrote, oh, we still have Shadow and Bone. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, wait, we are? Because no. I literally yes. just listened to episode two. And I know. I was like, like, hello? Like, no, no, did. when I edit, I get so confused. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, we're in... We're in Lee Bardugo's world. Yeah. So, yeah. this is all her stuff. We're yeah. just living in it. We're just loving it. it <laughs> sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> what are we drinking this week, Jess? We are drinking Kirch whiskey. Ooh. It's so good. It's so, so good. So, when Nikolai comes back, he tells his brother that he has some whiskey that they need to drink. So, that's where I came up with this. It's actually bourbon. <laughs> it is... Sorry, you were going to cheers too early, and I was oh. like, wait, we gotta wait till she's done. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Apple butter, apple cider, smoked bourbon. I made some smoked cinnamon. She and sure did. Lo- loose leaf tea, smoked it up, swirled it around, added it in. It is garnished with apple and cinnamon. There is sugar on the rim. It is like the perfect it's, fall. It's incredible. Incredible. Every it's time awful. Jess pulls something out of the back, and I just watch her in amazement every week. How does that work? Honestly, I was a little worried about this one because you guys are, I feel like, <laughs> not whiskey, like, not super, like, Mm-mm. used to drinking whiskey. No, not at all. But, but I love it. Yeah. Cheers, ladies. I feel like cheers. this is, cheers. This is more up my alley, though. Yeah. Because Straight before. Probably never. No, no, no. But before, like, fruity drinks and stuff it wasn't super my go-to so and then I was like getting real into that yeah which still am but I was like this is nice it's still sweet but not like that strong fruity saccharine very good saccharine 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 I'm like thinking sacrilege so good. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. For this week, um, we do what just wanted to give a warning. I'm not sure how far we're going to go into these, but there's possibilities of discussion of gore and also abuse of power, so just be warned that that might come up in our discussion this week. Ten words? Who wants to go words. first? You go first. No, I don't want to go first. Okay, I'll go first. Oh, back and find them. Okay, ten words. Are you ready? Yes. Mal is annoying. I need more now. <laughs> I need more Nikolai in my life. That's not worth. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I screwed <Go> up. <laughs> She's crazy. Mal's dumb. The Darkling's ruthless. Need more Nikolai. 
Okay. Love it. There's a trend. Where the darkling be at? <laughs> Nikolai or Vasily or Mal? <laughs> be at. Much you. Listen. I had to put it in 10 words, okay? I'm okay. I know. I want to read you on mine. I messed it up. <laughs> no, it's good. Okay. Chapter 12. Oh, they can vote. Yeah, don't forget. They're not very strong, so this week I'm yeah. I'm lacking. I'm like, Mal is annoying. I need more Nikolai in my life. That was ten words. That, that was, was supposed to flow. That's my goal. That's my vote for number one. Need thing. more Nikolai, the dark. Queen. But I feel like Jess and I have the same thing, so it's, we tie. Yeah, it's kind of the same. Okay, so episode twelve. What do we even talk about? Um. So last week we left off with them getting ready to go. No, they did go into. Also, 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 can we start off though and just say we struggled a bit reading these chapters? It's also a bit uh, on your end, everything flows so smoothly, but like we're a couple of episodes ahead and it's been two weeks now since we've recorded. Yeah, so like it's broken up. Remembering everything and keeping everything straight is a little bit more hard. Yes. So we're Because then you're like start reading again and you're like, wait a second. What happened last week? I totally forgot. Yeah. So. And then I'm. Be warned. And you will be editing. Yeah. The episode. So then we're editing three Back. behind. Yeah. Four or five. We got this. Behind. It's fine. So we're like. Just like. Little warning. We might be a little messy. Little messy. Little messy. So right at the beginning, there. Fedor. So that's what happened last yeah. time. So Fedor showed up. And wanted to talk to Alina. Oh, yeah. This is before they get into Ozalta. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're still, like, wherever they're at, at some person's house. The guy. The duke or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Fedor and Alina were talking. Mm-hmm. And Fedor's kind of, like, catching her up on what she missed while she was gone. Like, yes. what the ruins that were left behind. Mm-hmm. Um... So he's just telling her that things haven't been great for the Grisha, that things yeah. have been actually kind of bad for the Grisha, um, especially since the Apparat and the Darkling are gone. Yeah, okay, so basically... You have a collapse of government, like... Everything is... So then the king is king's like... sick. king is sick. Your so two what is major happening? figureheads have So it's a turned. complete disaster. Yeah. No one likes the Grisha at this point. Yeah. Like, ooh. Yeah, they they blame the Grisha because they see the Darkling went berserk. So they're just like, oh, they were under the Darkling and just assume that they're also cray-cray. Yeah, which I I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like they've got, they've been like dragged out of their bed in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. it's totally wrong. Yeah, totally wrong. Yeah. Not very good. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's like, what is that? Me. I am sorry. It's okay. You playing footsies? Yeah. My foot to hand. sham trials like it yeah. kind of reminded me of like the Salem witch trial yeah. things like I feel yes. like they're just like posting them up and just like saying oh you did this yep. and like not even giving them a chance so, but Fedor makes the great point that like we could have killed them all and instead we left exactly and on that I put like I love Fedor's like soft heart because Ivan would have yeah. like yeah. killed them all like yep ready one two three <laughs> yeah good luck everybody uh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's okay. I'm Let me sorry. Move over. No, it's okay. My foot was asleep. So I moved. Put back. It's okay. I'll put it back. Put it back. I will. <laughs> I will. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. So they go on <laughs> talking about basically like the Grisha are trying to figure out what they do next, right? So they fled. Do they go back to the Darkling even though they know that he's done this awful stuff? Do they go and find Alina? Like, what do they do? They brought right? everything they knew. Yeah, exactly. I, and I feel like it's this battle of, like, picking the devil you know over the devil you don't. Yep. Um, like, it's, like, easier for them to follow the Darkling for those of the people that did rather than, like, what What else is there? Yeah. There's literally no ruler. There's no, like, people are literally killing Grisha. Yep. At least with the Darkling, they have some type of protection. So, like, the justification of the people that have followed him, I guess. Is that they know him, and that that has been their safe spot for however long. Since they were kids, if they yeah. grew up in the little palace. Which most of them did. Yeah. Um, so they move on, and she's basically saying, be prepared for tomorrow, because we're going into the capital, and we're going to be seeing the king. Yikes. So she is getting ready the next morning in her beautiful kafta, um, they're moving on into Oz Alta, um, and Nikolai comes, of course, and is they're kind of bantering back and forth. Um, he calls it his quaint childhood home, which I love. He's such a jerk. He's so sarcastic. Talking about a literal palace, and he's just like, oh, quaint, quaint room. Um, she's kind of just dealing with the messiness of it all. Like, I feel like her whole, that whole section is just her yeah. trying to deal with but I feel like she's dealing with it. Like, yeah. she's already yeah. learned so much from Nikolai. Like, when she said to Fedor, she's basically like, I know you've been traveling, but, like, clean up. We have people Yeah, to see. doesn't she say, like, um, apparently Nikolai was getting through routine? Yeah. Because yeah. she's, like, thinking of his head, his, what he's told her in the back of her head as she gives that order. Exactly. And yeah. I was like, why does this make me kind of happy? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. She's, like, becoming she's a leader. In, I was going to say, she's stepping into her role. Yeah. Into her power. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, um, they're met with Vasily. Is that how we say it? Sure. In yeah. my head, that's how I say it. Okay, to so this is... Nikolai's lesser cool brother. I don't think I ever yes. actually, like, put any effort into remembering his name. Yeah. No, unimportant. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but this is his older brother, so this is technically who will take over ruling Ravka when the king dies. Mole's eyes. Um... <laughs> During this interaction, Alina's just kind of comparing the two of them, and she thinks that Nikolai looks young compared to Vasily, but Vasily's also, like, arrogant and kind of dumb and selfish the way that the king is. Um, They're kind of... Vasily's kind of, like, goading her because... Um, he's like, oh, like, this is who you claim the Sun Summoner is. And he's like, oh, Nikolai's like, it's easy enough to prove. And, like, Alina, like, summons light. And they're just like, yeah. oh, okay. Guess that's right. Guess she is the Sun Summoner. Yeah. I love that they're still trying to act like she's not the Sun Summoner yeah. after all that. And she's just like, guys, like, come on, let me snap my fingers really <laughs> yeah. quick. Yeah. I want to draw mention, too, though, the fact that... Leading up to this point, they've talked a lot about Vasily's, like, laziness and yeah. how he's never at court, and he gets word of Nikolai coming back, and, and all back. of a sudden he's yeah. there he's to there. greet him. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Nikolai, being as extra as he is, he comes <laughs> rolling up with the most beautiful horses, all these yes. great carriages, and one of the horses was, like, massive, 
And Alina mentions that it could have carried two Tolias. <laughs> and I was like, so that is our standard of measurement. Yeah, we measure yeah. Tolias. I love that. <laughs> Your ceilings are two Tolias tall. That would fit a nice Christmas tree. That sounds lovely. Nikolai is kind of like showing up vastly though, again. Like he already has the Sun Summoner. And then because Nikolai actually served in the Ravkin army, he has, which we learned when we first figured out who Nikolai was, right? And so he's like showing him up because he actually was the one to go and serve versus Vasily's um, title is just from serving like in the tents. Like he just automatically got his captain's title. Like um, most royals do. Yeah, he's yeah, but Nikolai is actually like a good person. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so in my book, it's like Nikolai one, Vasily zero. Yeah, um, they're starting <laughs> to keep just trying to keep score, um, and then they go on and talk about their Kirch whiskey that needs drinking. Yes. Um, and because of Nikolai, of course, is being a perfect gentleman. Yes, and inviting his brother, yeah. even though they hate each other. Yeah, I feel like there's so much tension there. Agreed. Um, so they get into the capital, and it's just kind of Mal and Alina following behind, like, Vasily and Nikolai are leading the show at this point. Um, and when they get to the gates, there are pilgrims at the, um, like, waiting. Yeah, but they're not allowed in. They're not allowed in. Which they're is at the gates. big point that Alina had made. It, they're not allowed in there. And I just wrote, they're not allowed in because these people don't play. True that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, through but some of them, it makes her some of them are like waving and cheering for her, mm-hmm. and then some of them are just stood there and like are not impressed at all. So I feel like like the country is kind of split yeah. on how they feel about her. And some are like creepily like walking dead, like grabbing her feet. As she yeah. Yeah. Well, she mentioned makes... she was like scared of like stomping on one of them with her horses because they're like all up in her grill. Yeah. Um. Also, all of these pages is basically just Nikolai just running the show. Mm-hmm. And I love that there was, like, a specific soldier that he remembered his name yes. and his injury exactly. and asked about it. And it mentions that in that one exchange, the power went from Vasily, the older brother, to now Nikolai yep. is, like, in control of the whole mm-hmm. situation. And he's just amazing like that, honestly. Because they should be on, like, it should be Vasily as, like, the higher one, but it's actually Nikolai being like, ha you thought. Sure. I know better. I'm so casual, too. Um, so they get into the city walls, and we learn that they're not allowed in, and the they pilgrim. go... The pilgrim. What did I say? <laughs> they. Could have said they. Nikolai and yeah, no. Oh, sorry. No, you're sorry. good. The pilgrims are not allowed Turn in. Turn around. Come back where you came from. Yeah. Uh, go back. <laughs> Come back where you came from. <laughs> As they're going into the Grand Palace, though, Alina is wondering to herself, is this a trap? And I think that just speaks so clearly to how much she can't trust anyone at this point. Like, up until this point, like, her and Nikolai have been going through the motions, have kind of had this, like, bond, like, an agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it kind of seems like they're, like have the same goal yeah Yeah. and so they have something in common yeah and it's probably also a little bit of deja vu because she just went through this with the darkling yeah like oh you're the sun summoner we're gonna change the world come to the little palace yeah brings her through and parades her across everything and now nikolai's doing the same thing 
and she trusted the Darkling back so then, So can she too. trust him? So what if it's the same thing over again? Girls got trust issues, and she should. She's already drawn mention to the similarities between Nikolai and the Darkling. Yeah. Um... <laughs> She just can't trust anyone. <laughs> like she just can't. It just dawns on me. Like she, like she just needs to be alone. Yep. I'm gonna go back Agreed. to my original point. Agreed. Um. There's so they nothing, finally. Nothing wrong with being alone. There's nothing wrong with being alone. They finally go in to see the king, and they're announced, and they are surprised to see Nikolai because this is his first time back in court in how many years? Like five, five seven, seven. It's been a while. It's been, been a while. Um, it has been seven years since Nikolai had been in court. She, oh, thank you. She related him to a fairy tale prince, and yeah. Accurate. Accurate. He can be my fairy tale prince. She's talking about the king and that he looks much worse than the last time she had seen him, that he looks weaker, and we know that this is because um, he's been <laughs> yeah. sick because of Jenya. Yeah. Like, we know that at this point, right? And also that the queen looks like shit, too. Yeah. Because Jenya hasn't been tailoring her. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Sucks to lose your... Sucks to lose your... Servant. Slave. 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 Um, So Nikolai goes up and bows to them, and they kind of take... The four of them kind of go off into private. And so Mal and Alina are just kind of stood in front of court... Like by themselves, Real awkwardly awkward. standing there, like, what do we do? What do we do? What's gonna happen? Um, and then finally, I think she says it's like the better part of an hour passes, oh. and they're just stood there like fidgeting, and then they finally come back into um, which in this court. in this spot, can you imagine how Mal feels? Yeah, I he know. literally was he deserted? Yeah, he's, was, he's out. Yeah, I was just thinking that same thing, like. That's like a hanging offense, isn't it? I think so. So yeah. he's literally standing there like, am I going to die? <laughs> yes. Because I think he even warned Alina, like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen. Because Nikolai was all like, well, I've got this. But like, do, does he? Did they actually know that? He's the younger brother. Like, yeah. What power does he actually have? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just because he like talks the talk, they didn't know if he walked walk to boo the walk. Hey, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that, I mean totally accurate i can just feel his anxiety like standing there and for an hour it's the empathy link (laughs) we feel that anxiety when they come back out okay so she i don't even see it okay the king comes back out he's like smiling he's beaming the queen is like pale vastly looks pissed um nikolai is like more at ease, he has his swagger back, and so she's like, "Oh, they know, they know that he's told them that he's dermoded." Yes, yeah, I have that written yeah. down. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Yeah, that's like, and I only can hear the song that's going all over TikTok right now. That's like, she knows, she knows. You know, I don't know. You know that one? one? No. We have a totally no. different for you. Uh, honestly, I'll send it later. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, that's I immediately thought that it's. Yeah. I did it to you this time. So. Um, but like, how? I just how does she know that just from their expressions? And also, why would he tell them? I don't know if they actually know. She's just making that assumption. I think she may just why? be making that assumption. Just because he's reverting back to the way he was acting on the on whatever. the ship. On the ship. 
you know? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, they definitely don't know. Oh, I forgot. I don't remember anything I read. Anyway. <laughs> um, the first thing that the king says to her is that you're very young to lead the second army. So we know that Nikolai has told them of what Alina expects, which is that she expects to be able to be in charge of the second army. And so Alina knows that she has to play kind of a dual role here and that she has to be seen as kind of like a strong figurehead because yeah, she has to prove that she's worthy of leading the second army, but she also has to placate the king and keep it so that he doesn't think that she's a threat to him. Exactly, yeah. because it mentioned before, like, back when she was being introduced to the king for the first time, Jenya mentioned something about, like, he likes, like, the idea of, like, the humble servant type yeah. of thing. Yeah, So it's, like, finding that balance of, like, I can totally do this. I know I have no experience, but I've got this. I can run an army. Without yeah. being, like, bitch, I got this. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, like, a fine line. I think she did well. She did. She does do well. Um, so they go back and forth just kind of arguing the fact of if this is what should be happening and if she could be trusted, yeah. um, which Nikolai has obviously gone to bat for her and is trying to prove that she is. Um, so he ends up allowing her to be commander of the Grisha. So she says, thank you. And then they're kind of wrapping up. Um, and... They have to then move on onto Mal because they start to walk away. Yeah, and they didn't address it. So he brings up Mal. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! And this is where the king is like, "You've deserted your post. You directly disobeyed orders." Um, and this is where he says that's a hanging offense. And Mal goes very still and like, "What can he say? Like that is exactly what he, what did. he did." Yeah. Um, and he asks for forgiveness, and he says that like he only did what he did because he thought it was the best thing to do. Yeah. Which I feel like is very mature of him because yeah. this answer didn't seem like excuse buckets. No. Like he wasn't like, oh, but this and I did it because of this. He just gave a very straight, like, you're right, I'm sorry. And then like stated his point. I made the but choice. But not in like an excuse yeah. way, you know. Yeah. I agree. Um, and again, like, Nikolai has gone to bat for Mal, too, because he says, my son seems to feel you had a good reason. Like, it's very obvious during that conversation where they were gone, like, Nikolai did uphold his end of the silent the agreement <laughs> that they had. He decides that Mal will be dishonorably discharged, and Alina is kind of pissed about this. Oh, yeah, like, she, she is not happy at all. And then Mal just says, um, thank you. And so the king dismisses them and they leave. Um, Alina wants to make an argument and kind of fight about it. Um, she's like, we can talk to Nikolai. We'll get him to keep trying to like wear the king down. And Mal says like, there's no point. I knew it would be this way, which I'm kind of surprised. Like I thought he thought he was going to die, you know? So the fact that he thought that he was just going to be dishonorably discharged is kind of saying something. Um, also, to the like that same point, Alina kind of has this moment of like, wait, maybe we can trust Nikolai. Yeah. Because she's like, he, he could have very easily not went to bat for him yeah. and just had his dad kill him. Yeah. And then he'd be out of the way and yeah. Nikolai could like, pursue deep. her more. So, like, she has this moment of like, okay, wait a minute. Like, maybe I can trust him. Yeah. 100%. Um, 
And then the very last line is that Nikolai had done his end and now it's time for her to do her end. Her end. On to 13. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere in here I wrote Mal is dumb because Mal is dumb. I don't know what it's in reference to. He's Mal just is always dumb. You're right, though. Yeah. All right, chapter 13. This is, so they're just like going on their jolly way on the palace grounds. And it's so, this whole page right here, the very first one, I wrote unsettling on it because, uh, who was it? Toya? Toya. Yeah. Toya. He made the, um, Oh, gosh, I lost my Oh, yeah, okay, so made the comment that it smells like weakness, mm-hmm. which at first I was like, what in the world are you just saying that? Cause, but then they keep going on about how it smells like people are, like death. Yeah, which, Tamar said it feels like the place is feels dying. Feels like it's dying. And it's like heart renders. I feel like they can feel the pulse of yeah. objects other than That's just humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the whole environment. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I agree, which that's, I mean, that's incredibly unsettling. That makes me feel, that makes me go, ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta say it once during the episode. No, it's true. <laughs> you want to dive in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Let's talk about that. About that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. In this part of our podcast, we make fun of ourselves after listening to our, our episode. We say the same things over. Okay, if you guys make up like drinking games to what we say, we want to oh, know. Oh my gosh, yes! Every time Bree says "yeah," <laughs> take a drink. Or Becca says "ew." <laughs> Or, or any first, of us say, I agree. I agree. Oh my god, I wrote that too. <laughs> oh my god, oh, you have that right. <laughs> I highlighted that. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyways. They paint a beautiful picture of the Summer's Pavilions and the Blue Lake, and I was like, I just want to sit there in a hammock and read a book. Yeah. Just oh, I can see you sitting there in a hammock and reading a book. It's a wonderful place to be. It mm. sounds like it. I love that. Um... And she realizes that she missed it while she yeah. was gone. Oh. And I feel like that's an important part because it's kind of like the first place. It's her home. Yeah. Exactly. She missed her home. It's her first home. It is home. She yeah. felt at home other than with Mal, of course. Of we, course. We all know oh. that, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> also, she says that like she's looking around and there's all of these soldiers stationed around the grounds and she was basically like, the point is clear. They're there for a reason to basically keep them show, in line. yeah, keep the Grisha in line because they don't trust the Grisha yep. anymore. Yep. Like they used to have free reign of the little palace, and now it's like there's all these soldiers keeping keep an eye on them. They yeah, don't trust it's them. weird. I yeah. don't like it. Um. So they're getting ready to go in, and there's a bit of banter between Mal and Alina, which, which I thought cute. was cute. Yeah. Um. He's annoying, but they're cute. Like, yeah. what a smiley face. Yeah. Um, so they're going in, and... Huh? Yellow pen, bright yellow pantaloons. We all want bright yellow pantaloons. <laughs> yellow pantaloons. <laughs> yellow pantaloons. Are you supposed to say, we all live in the yellow Yes. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right now. What page are you guys on? What? 
or 26? Oh, or it could just be 26. 26, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that what we were at? So I was, dumb. but I was confused. I'm sorry. At the bottom. Yellow pantaloons. <laughs> okay, anyway. They go into... Um, I was trying to figure out what room. It just says, into the hall of the Golden Dome. And then there are tables, and that's where the Grisha are waiting. So oh. I was just trying to figure out if they were going to the war room or what room it was, and I oh, lost my train of thought. I think it's like war the watch room before the war room, oh, like yeah. where they eat. So that's where they're gathering. I think. Okay. Because, yeah, that's what I'm picturing, because it's like... The whole thing with the dome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So they go in, the Grisha are waiting, that are left. The ones that are left. And... <laughs> what was that? Face? <laughs> the scene stresses me out. <laughs> it was Becca making the most like, anxious face, and now she's like pulling out her hair. She just covers her face with her headband. <laughs> it stresses me out. Why? Because <laughs> I can put myself in Elena's place. I just, I can't imagine like how scary that would be. Like I have to go and lead an army. <laughs> With no idea how. With no idea. And then I have to just, like, prove myself. I, my anxiety is rising. Being in the what? scene. Like, she has to be like, y'all, I am qualified. <laughs> y'all, I am qualified to do this. It's, I don't know. I just, I have a ton highlighted on this. Ruin and rising is the new anxiety is rising. <laughs> <laughs> about it but i just feel you know i get it it's stressful yeah a lot happens here yeah. honestly this is the peak of the <laughs> the peak of the entire oh, chapter is that yeah, we read sure. is basically so all the remaining grisha are waiting for them including david we see him again and she's like surprised to yeah. see him because i think she thought he would be with the darkling right yeah, i think we all did that collar around her neck real quick oh, um <laughs> Sergi is is it Sergi? I, I pronounced it Sergey. Sergey. I pronounced it Sergey, but I, I don't Sergey. Sergey, in my I head. think okay. it's Sergi. 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 Like Fergie. Serge. Let's just call him Serge. Oh, like a storm surge. Oh, like stormy. Sergey. 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 But he says it like Sergey. Sergey. I was right. Okay. Sergey. So we were right. In my head, I've been calling him Sergey. I remember when I first started this book, I used to say Genya's name is Genya. I think. I think. Yeah. I can see that. Um, English is hard. Sergey. Sergey. Yeah. Sergey. <laughs> Marie and Nadia are all sitting there. So those are all the people she recognizes. And then Sergey is like, <laughs> just because I'm not used to it, I'm saying Sergey. I know you're saying you're it's saying like storm-bound. Like, <laughs> I know you're saying it like when people correct people and you're Sergei. like, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, love yourself. Love yourself. Stop. <laughs> um, he's low-key an asshole. He's like, I'm pleased to welcome you back no, to the I little palace. Give him middle fingers because yeah. he's the worst. He is the worst. <laughs> um, 
I can't like actually just, like go like do the middle finger because yeah. they can't see it. That's so true. She is doing it though, just so you know. That's true. <laughs> okay, go ahead. all they want but when people do the middle finger i don't know it makes me anxious really <laughs> when I, I feel like pictures of people doing the middle finger i don't know what it is like i literally i don't care like i don't know it's weird i'm like <laughs> you're getting so red oh no okay we won't do that again i'm sorry no middle fingers we can say fuck all we want but no middle fingers <laughs> why am i so Because she's faced with this whole room of people and she has to sell them the fact that she's going to be their leader. Um, <laughs> so, they start, like, questioning her. They're going back and forth. She's being sassy. She's like, as you can see, I'm alive and well. Um, Literally. Word for word. <laughs> they're questioning her, kind of, like, arriving with Nikolai. And she's like, he helped me. And they're, like, on the fold. And she's like... On the trucy bitches, you don't know anything that's happened to me in the last couple of weeks. Right. And then they're all like, like whispering, and she's like, she holds up her hand for silence. Yeah. And the room goes silent, and she's like, kind of shook, like, oh shit. They have power. Okay. I think that 
I think that was incredibly important to write in because it slowly gives her the confidence that she needs to do in the next page. Exactly. This that small little moment. I think she even says like little orders in the fall of the big one. It's like the same thing as I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the same thing with Finn York. Exactly. She's Mm -hmm. like Louis is amazing the way she builds in Nikolai's dialogue. She builds all of the things that Nikolai taught Alina when they were in the carriage. And then when Alina does something, she draws mention to the things that Nikolai taught her. And like it's very graceful the way she does that. I love it. She's it's very good at building dialogue like yes. this. Yeah. We're um, good for the character development. Agreed. They're pulling, um, like, away from what they actually need to be discussing, and they're, like, talking about the rumors. So Sergey is like, oh, there's been talks of a wedding. And she's like, well, I didn't come back to be a bride. That's um, right, girl. I've returned for a single reason, and that reason is to lead the second army. So shut up and get in line or get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. So she <laughs> drops a huge bomb. Yeah. On everyone, because they didn't realize that's... Well, they kind of had, like, sus- suspicions about it, yeah. but they were like, oh, This is the first time it's been, like, said bluntly. Said officially. And yeah. they were like, um, no, you're you? not qualified. Yeah. Which, I mean... Fair. 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 She literally showed up last year and is like, hey... But she's acting like any other person would in this situation and she's like like qualified or not i have the king's blessing and that's Absolutely. all i need to do this so go ahead girl go fuck ahead, off girl. exactly Jess. um go ahead girl. and then sergey is trying to be like oh well go we're gonna off. petition the king and then they get into like all of this dialogue about like which of the ranks like they're talking about oh yeah corporal kai or the highest ranking and like all this stuff who said this who said it's zoya Okay, yes, so Zoya, Zoya says, according to you, blood letter, and w- when reading that in the past, I totally thought blood letter was like a derogatory term for the Korakai, yeah. which I still think it is, but the fact it's that another is. Grisha is using it, I was like, dang, Zoya, yeah. you're a savage. Also, can, I was just going to say, can we talk about Zoya? Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about it? You want to dive right in? <laughs> I give up. <laughs> it's okay. I said it like three times in episode two, like right after you said it. Yeah, so she speaks up for Alina in this whole situation. She actually steps up and is like, well, we're going to follow, follow her. her. Yep. And at that point, that's very shocking. Yeah. Because yeah. prior to this, she was enemy number one. Yeah. I hate you. And then now she's speaking yeah positively for her and also off of that the point of like all of the tension even between the grisha right now because we've talked about in the past that zoe is like granted she's a bitch but she's a total badass yeah Yeah. and everybody likes notices her power and all of these things and she was like we stand with you alina the ethereal stand with you and then there were some ethereal that had the audacity to be like uh not all of us Marie, yeah, like, yeah. because she's with Sorday. That's bold, Marie. though. Like, we've already talked about Zoya's power, and we know Alina's power, and then here's freaking Marie, like, of all people, who pretended to be Alina's friend anyways, was all like, nah, homie. Well, we yeah. know she was no up to no good when she was talking bad trash about Jenny. Jenny yeah. 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 And exactly. in front of her face. Two-faced. Um, so gross. Anyways. Call you a makeup palette because you're a two-faced. Oh, burn. Sick burn, bro. <laughs> what do they say? 
get introduced. They're like questioning if they're Grisha. They keep going back and forth about who should be leading, who is going to go to the king. A bunch of rumors, like everybody's just breaking out, saying what they want to say at this point, and yes. it's not being—it's not very productive to anything. And they're all like, "Alina's only been a Grisha for a year," and they're and like, "Tolly is like, bitch, Grisha are born, not made." And they're like, "Who are you?" And she's <laughs> like, "Let me tell you, I'd be I happy to be your heart." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so because my shirt, it's my shirt, because that is such a power move. She's it like, is. "I can stop your heart and show you." Yeah, on a count of three, one. Two, three. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. But then it goes on about everyone's like, wait, what? You're in Grisha? Yeah. How is that happening? Yes. And then, then Mal steps in. Oh, sorry. The viewers are like, we're serving the sun summoner. Not, <laughs> Not <laughs> you. Southern <laughs> <laughs> accent. <laughs> Oh my god, now I'm picturing Fedor with a southern accent and it's adorable. With a big old cowboy hat. He's like, in, in like a sheriff's bag. What did they put in their mouth? It's a sign, but it's a sign. What did they put in their mouth? A cigar. Oh, a toothpick. No, like a piece of wheat. Hey, hey, he's got a hay sticker out of his mouth. He's like, we're here to serve the sun summoner, y'all. So y'all can get back and get in jail. I'll take y'all down to the sheriff's office. <laughs> <laughs> a little dirty. Stop. Dirty. Chuck Rafkin to me. No, you can't get up. <laughs> no, you can't get up or no, you can't come right. and get up. You're right. I can't. <laughs> that point of being like we're here to serve some summoner not you and anyways it goes back and forth basically at one point she's like over it because he starts bringing the darklings relationship in there and she's basically saying like it's not even your freaking business back up and they're this fighting where, over her yeah. and she starts to get real upset she raises her hand she realizes while she's starting to pull down that she's about to cut him literally and then she aims up and goes to the ceiling which i think this is a huge look inwardly to what's going on in her brain right now of her power struggle between the amplifiers and herself um but yeah so she literally makes a crack in the ceiling and it shuts everyone up yeah but she literally she was gonna kill him him. yeah that's what she like wanted to yeah, honestly, same. Dialogue is like, I want to kill him, and then, but like, she realizes I feel like everybody's already like felt that, but she like legit feels it. Like I feel like, oh my god, I want to kill. She this was person. about to. She was legit she about was to raising kill this hands. person, but then she pulls it like three sixty because instead of like freaking out and being like, oh shit, I almost just killed him, yeah. she's like, you think that the darkling is powerful? You have no idea what I'm capable yeah. of. Badass. Yeah, I love her. Girl. Can I just say, I love her. In love this her. I love her. Um, I love this. But I still don't like the almost killing people yeah. thing. Like yeah, either. but she did stop it, and I think that's the difference between her and the darkling. Yeah, oh, but and their she power. wanted to. She I know, really but it's the... I feel like that's that amplifier thing, though. Yeah. Bagger kind of gets into that, and then the like, next again, yeah. chapters. 
Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. Yes. Um, she basically says they can shape up or get the fuck out and then leaves. And yeah. she goes into the Beckley's cha- uh, chambers. And Mal and Tulia and Tamar are following her. They talk about what just happened. She's hysterical. Like, not hysterical, but she's, like, Upset. thinking about it and over yeah, and over. And like, that went well. Yes. A big old dramatic hole um, in the ceiling now. Yes. <laughs> um, so she has, she basically, they're in the Darkling's quarters at this yeah. point. Which, this entire time, ta- these next few chapters, she's actually, like, staying in the Darkling quarters. And yeah. That's gotta be a yikes. That's gotta be awful. There's one point she's thinking about Mal, like, in the Darkling's, like, just sleeping in Darkling's bed. And I'm like, that's a little... <laughs> yeah, kind of creepy. A little uncomfy. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I look like a moose. <laughs> okay, I'm oh, sorry, oh, a oh, moose. Oh my god. Okay, don't avoid this. No. Okay, so literally... <laughs> it's Princess Diaries. It's Princess Diaries. So, so, on the bottom of my book, I have, I look like a moose vibes. Because Mal was like, or she was like, Mal, oh! very dramatic. Oh, I got like, that. Exactly, because she was like, Mal, I put a hole in the ceiling. A dramatic and hole. And he's like, a very dramatic hole. So I was like, you that look looks like a moose. Yeah. You look like a very incredible moose. Incredible. Amazing. Boy, moose go, wow. Oh my God. That's How my favorite I movie. That? I don't know. I love that movie. I so I'm 100% movie. on that. I love the books. That's incredible. I should read the no, we shouldn't. They're bad books. <laughs> Everyone else is just sleeping early. <laughs> See, I do know it. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Anyway, so they talk about having to cover the hole because there's a big old hole in the ceiling now. Um, the guards' quarters are directly like yep. next to hers. Yeah, she's um, like, I'm glad it was a hole in the ceiling because Sergey would have been a lot harder to patch up. Yes. Then they realize that the Darkling had way more guards for him than she has for her, and so they're trying to figure out, do they trust anyone? They don't. They decide that is smaller and better, and then they're going to fix the hole in the ceiling, but she says, don't make it perfect because scars, scars are make good, good reminders. reminders. I will. Aw, going back to her little scar on her hand yeah. that she always rubs with Precious. she misses Mal. Yeah. Um, they go on to talk about the main common room and that she may, wants to make sure everybody is eating there. Um, they go on and she goes into the Darkling's chamber mm-hmm. by herself. <gasps> and it smells like him. And he then jacket. Um, someone calls her name. Freaking Dark- Darkling. Darkling. <laughs> Were you about to say Mal? No, I was going to say Darkling, but I was, no, so no. The pause made me think. Freaking <laughs> Darkling. We feel the same about both of them. My Alina. Yeah. Who's yeah. Alina? <gasps> not yours. Not, not yours. yours. Not anybody's. No. Not her own. Her own. Um, and then she keeps just repeating over and over to herself, I will not scream. Because it's yes. the same thing as when she saw him before, and then they all rushed in, and she was by herself. Yeah. Um, and she's just, she's trying to stay calm. And she's I like, think. it's not real, it's not real. And then he reaches out and touches her face, what? and she can feel it. Okay. What is going on? Yeah. How can he... What? Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. So is he there? Is he not there? Obviously he's not there because everyone else can't see him. But she can, like, feel his touch. But she can feel him? Super weird. Is it because of the amplifiers? Like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, So when he touches her, she's terrified. And she ends up um, throwing her hands up and the light comes out. And then everybody rushes rushes in. Because they're like... Jinx! Oh, so what happens? 
And she's like trying to stay calm and she doesn't want to be seen as like crazy. So she's like, nothing. It's just dark in here. It's just dark. <laughs> um, I can picture her just like like walking around the room being like, oh, it was just dark out in here. I'm just trying to light it up a little. a little bit. A little um, redecorating. It's fine. But Mal calls her out. He's like, you're shaking. Yeah, he sees right through her act. And. That's sweet. Um, so then she goes back and forth on whether she should tell Mal or not. And but she does I, I think she doesn't owe him anything. Yeah. Like, she's... It pisses me off because it says that he shakes his head, like, he's disappointed that she Yeah, I don't tell. like that. That's yeah. where That's I That's not your business. You owe him nothing, Alina. Yeah. Because she doesn't. That's true. But at the same time... Sorry, shit. But also at the same time, about the not telling him thing, I feel like sometimes... When you think you're going crazy, sometimes yeah. it's better to talk to somebody and, like, to help you rationalize yeah. because he could have helped her brainstorm, like, what is actually going on. So, no, and she keeps her safe in the long run. Yeah. I, She's putting I herself in If he can touch her, he can probably kill her. Yeah. But the way that the paragraph is written on the top, it's almost like, well, he deserves to know. And, like, it, yes. I should have told him. And, like, it's putting blame on herself. Right. Which she has a tendency to do. Which she does. And that's why I was like, you don't owe him anything. Absolutely. But yeah. I do agree because in that situation, they could have worked out. Yeah. yeah. What is happening? Is this more than just you seeing things? Is this a trauma response? Is this, what is Do you see him? Can you see, do you see the darkling touching my yeah. cheek right now? Because yeah. I feel him like touching my him. cheek right now. That would wait. Can you imagine that someone being like, "Do you see someone touching me right now?" There's someone in front of me touching me. It touching my free. Someone's touching my cheek. Do you see him? Do you see him? Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> my ears are. It's not funny. My ears are fine arts coming in. Watch <laughs> drama. <laughs> I will not scream. I will not scream. That's a really scary thing to, to that she keeps saying back and back, back and forth. Sorry. She's so traumatized. Yeah. She, there's so much that's happened to her yeah. that's so traumatic. Like, yeah, she's the little Alina that could. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. She's kind of Chapter 14. She wakes up the next morning and she's just thinking about how depressing it is to wake up there. It's scary to her to be in the dark mean, chambers. She and she's like, enough. Loud, angry voices. Yeah, outside her room. So she gets up out of bed and um, she's still thinking about the darkling there last night. And she brings up an interesting point that maybe it's the Nichio Nichiboya? Thank you. Nichiboya. Has infected her. And if that's the case, then she needs to figure out how to cure it. Which that's a solid I question. thought that was very interesting. I, is uh, that what it is? Yeah, well, because sometimes I think if people get bit by snakes, they like hallucinate, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the that if it, whatever the venom. The venom? Was. Yeah. So we don't that know makes what total sense. Nichiboya. Ooh, she needs to go. To the, to the hospital to the infirmary. The infirmary. The heart render. The heart render. The healer. The healer. Yeah. Mm. There we go. I, we corporate would get there eventually. One of those corporate <laughs> Um. 
Yeah. So when she gets outside of her room, she recognizes Sergey and Tolia's um, voices. And so she throws on a dressing gown and she makes sure. Okay, this is also a very interesting point is that she makes sure that the fetter is hidden on her wrist because nobody else knows except for who was on the ship that she has the second amplifier. Yeah. Mm, and so, so I think her keeping that secret is an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. It could go really wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because their whole it makes her dangerous. small science it makes her thing is that Grisha can only have one amplifier. Yeah. I don't so, think I was interrupting you. Go ahead. No, you're good. No, you finished. Okay, so <laughs> not only are they like, wow, this chick literally has no experience, she's also breaking like Grisha theory. Yeah. Like, the basic rules of being everything Grisha. they know. Yeah. So yeah, that could go very bad. Yeah. That's basically what I was gonna say. So she runs out. Tolia and Tamara are out there. They are keeping a group of angry Grisha from going in to like yell at her, mob her, like kill her. Kill her. Yeah, we don't know what this is. They're point. the real MVPs. Um, the mob or Tolia, <laughs> Tolia and Tamara. Okay. Just the two of them are holding. I know. I know. I'm gonna know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I don't want to be that hurt. No, me either. But so I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, so, so they're, she's like, what's up? What's yeah. going on? Children, it's, stop arguing. Literally, that's how I felt this yeah. conversation. She's like the mom being mm-hmm. like, break it up. No more monkeys. Don't do it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so she had sent out, we learned that the previous night she had sent out a memo saying that each Grisha, Grisha order would elect two representatives to attend the war council. And they pissed. They yeah. pissed. They don't like um, that. Which they I don't think, think that's right. I think that makes sense, though. It makes the most sense. Well, yeah. The most democratic. So freaking completely. Yeah, but they care who sits on the right side versus the left of whoever's in charge. <laughs> so obviously they're not the most They don't logical. have the priorities right. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So they're pissed because they think there's this hierarchy and they're like, well, the fabricators are like nothing. So why do they all say it? Yeah, because people? even Fedor, who's like supposed to be on Alina's side, is like, well, the Corporal Alki are the first line of the Grish defense, and we are the most experienced in military affairs. So we should be more fairly representative. We're so, cooler than y'all. We're more important. They are arguing about who should be representative at this war council. And she just puts her foot down and she's like, I want my breakfast. I don't want this argument. Um, there will be two Grisha from each order, no more or no less. Yeah. And I'm, I'm proud, proud of her. her because I feel like the amount, like, it's very, like, sibling, like we talked about, like, she's like the mom. Like, there's, it yeah. just feels like sibling rivalry. Rival, rivalry? <laughs> Sibling rivalry. Probably. Thank you. Um, and she has to come in and break it up. Yeah. I don't think I can say it either. That's why I'm correct yeah, you. thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> I got there eventually. Yeah, she put her her foot down. Yeah. And she's like, no, there will be two from each. Yeah. Um, and they're then throwing a shit fit because they're like... <laughs> it's tradition. It's tradition. This who is how it's been since the beginning of time. And she's like, exactly. She's like, who cares? This is how things are going to be. From now on. Yeah. And so then she goes on a whole rant of like, this is changing, this is changing, oh yeah, and then the food is changing too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And she like, hates you. No pickle herring or whatever. And so then Nikolai's like, she realizes he's listening in and walks in and is like, good job. Yeah. I particularly like when you change the food. <laughs> like, yes. And then Nikolai eats her food. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so then they have she this important. Himself. Yeah. 
They have this whole conversation, and Mel obviously walks in because, yeah, um, anytime Nikolai and Alina are talking, Mel has to be there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Welcome. yeah, so lovely. But yeah, so they're having this conversation about how things are going, how authority is going, um, and all of this stuff. And he, Nikolai extends an invitation to Mel. Yes. And he is going to send him on a hunt because he, be, like, Mal's like, why? <laughs> and you guys just feet are like right by my. She tickled my feet. Yeah, we keep touching. Um, Mal's super awkward in the presence of Nikolai. He like awkwardly bows to Alina too. And is it like, awkwardness or is like, it him being an asshole? I think it's him being an asshole. I think it's him being an asshole. I don't think I would ever describe him as awkward. Like he's so yeah, confident he, like, in himself. I think he's just like. Okay, but yeah. it makes it awkward. Like, if I was in that yeah, 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 yeah. I would right. crawl under my headband. Um, but when he goes, <laughs> when he suggests that Mal goes on this hunt, um, Mal is like, oh, I see, like, I'm going to go off and you're going to stay here. Like, and is implying that, like, he's going to try to make a move on Alina. Yeah. And he's like, you know, for, like, two, Nikolai says, he's like, for two people who are, like, so in love, like, you're awfully insecure. It's which is a great point. So true. Nikolai just, great point. Nikolai can just point it out. Like, yeah. he can just call them out and it, that's exact. that's why I don't like Mal, I think. He's yeah. just so jealous all the time and I'm like, give her some air. It's yeah. so toxic. Yes. <laughs> like, literally. No, it is. She tells like Nikolai. All of like I don't know. To me, Alina just like bleeds loyalty. Yeah. And the fact that Mal still questions her. Yeah. This bitch ass. (laughs) True. Honestly, Um, we're done with him. And he's like, okay, so I'm gonna go on this hunt, and what's gonna make you useful? And Nikolai's like, "Um, I'm a prince. Being useful isn't in the job description. I just so do what I want. But he is like, I actually am useful because I'm gonna be searching for the Darkling. And yeah. using my spies to figure out where the Darkling is at. Yeah, so um, but throughout this whole point, real quick, I can't wait to see who they cast as Nikolai. And I can't wait to see the banter and, like, I'm the so chemistry nervous. between yes. all of them. Like, it has to be perfect. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so anxious about it. I'm so nervous. But you know that the chemi- when they do chemistry reads in the audition yeah. process, that Mal is 100%, 100% better be one of the people that he chemistry reads with. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because they because have to have the right... Have that to make it or break it. Yeah, because there's those Sturmahan scenes where they're, like, besties. And yes. There's, that, like, there's, like, serious like, romance tension. going on. Yeah. Yeah, but then there's that, like, tension. And then there's, like, the... I feel like we get that back eventually, too. Tension. Thing. Yes, I do agree with that. Yes, statement. I can't wait. Um, I'm very anxious though yes. to see. Literally, um, Ben Barnes in a lake. Okay, when there's some scenes ben in he- there's some scenes in here that we read of him popping up as the or the darkling pops up. I can see him. I can see Ben Barnes in my head now. No, like Is when he they're like walking through a lake, like he was today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that his single? I don't know if it's called that, but like he was like the song. The he said this is forty. So Mal and Nikolai basically are measuring their dicks. That's what they do. It's at really that accurate. So yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just being like, it's, no, it's that true. Exactly it's what totally it's super uncomfortable. So um, anyway, so but they Nikolai leaves. Yeah, Nikolai leaves. Mal gets pissy and leaves too. Yeah, good. Bye. Then she's just by herself. He can leave for good. I'd be okay with that. Oh, oh one what? thing real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, is that 
she starts to talk about Nikolai versus the Darkling mm-hmm. and how she can trust one and not the other. Um, and it gets very interesting. Yeah. Very quick. What do you think, Jess? Wow. He's Nikolai's right. a savage. I love he him. is savage. Honestly. I mean, but he takes a moment sure. because she's like, um, are you sure if it came down to it that you wouldn't do the same things he did? Like, if it meant, if I was standing between you and the throne, like... You want it. Yeah. You want to cut me down? And he said, I don't know. He takes a minute because he starts to reply and then he stops himself. Yeah. And then he's like, he's kind of, it says his tone was somewhere between bewilderment and disgust. Mm-hmm. With himself. With himself. Because he's like, I really don't know. And like, while that's awful, I also kind of respect that. The, the honesty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, I... Can Elena blame him because she just almost killed a man? So yeah. I was going to say, I, I think that was important for her to say that because then that makes Nikolai step back and be like, okay, I need Would to check I, myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that check of power. Yeah. And they also, both need that check and balance. They check each other. Aww. Nikolai's like, if you ever have a difficult time telling the difference between me and the Darkling, I'm the one that doesn't always try to kill you. Or torture you. Torture you or try to or take Mal. Mal out of the picture which i mean which, we all kind of are trying to <laughs> but then he goes on because like she they're both trying to grapple with this honesty that he's just dropped of like he would kind of have to think about it um he does say though he offered them freedom and if tomorrow they decided that they would want to leave he yeah. would do and i and i wrote in my little notes that that's the difference between him and the dark blue. i agree 100 said that all along and, and i think he would do it, it all yeah. along yeah so now she's going out to see about Bagra. Yes, which from the beginning chapters, I was like, where is Bagra? Is yeah, she alive? What happened to her? Because we don't know. She hasn't really been mentioned up until this point. No. And then all of a sudden she comes out of nowhere again. It's about time though. Yeah. Um, so she goes out to see Bagra. The like trail to her place is very like overgrown. It seems like nobody's really been out there. She gets into her hut. And Bagra's, like, faced away from her. There's a servant who's a young boy, and he immediately, like, gets up and is, like, no visitors. And Bagra realizes it's Alina, and she's, like, leave. Yeah. (laughs) Alina's thinking, like, just as pleasant as ever because she's the same cranky old lady that she's always been. They are talking, and then we realize that um, after Alina left, the Darkling cut out her eyeballs her eyes so she's blind now so she's blind and then she was like that's the least said something about being like that's the least that he could have done or something less than he might have more than he should have i said oh how kind dot 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 yeah i roll but like what good does that do nothing he just needed to put her in her place yeah she says he left me in the dark it's, it's to make a point. Oh, because, like, their power yeah, and yeah. darkness mm-hmm. and yep. Okay. He's putting her in her place, exactly. Okay, so I sad. get it now. Because I was like, okay, the, like, granted, he's crazy. But normally you think, like, consequence needs to match the yes. action type of thing. And I was and like, that what does that do? Yeah. But now that makes sense. I still don't think it matches, though. It makes sense. Well, he's, he's, he's making a point. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. really, can we rationalize it? <clears throat> um. So, she wants to feel the collar and so Alina lets her Mm -hmm. um she passes over Alina's 
tears without interest, which I thought was like, yeah, that's typical background. She doesn't care yeah. about you crying. But also, she's been blinded by her own son. I wouldn't give a fuck either. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'd be like, your trials are yeah, he's like, off. Yeah. She's literally. like, how's it going, little saint? Yeah. Literally she's so like funny. not putting up with a little yes. shit. Um, no, but then she... Go ahead. I think you're about to say it. There's a point. I'm not sure. Because she says, I would have liked to see his die. Yeah, I'll say that too. That seems very personal. The way that she says that, like, it was worded weird to me. Yeah. Wait. Does that feel weird? Like, the use of, like, his His stag stag instead of, like, the stag. I don't know. That was strange. The darklings? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it was just strange to me for whatever reason when I was reading it. Yeah. What were you going to say, Becca? It does feel personal. Yeah. No, I was just going to move us along a little bit faster. Yeah. And just bring up, like, that she realizes something really important after that, what you just said. Alina pulls her to it. Yes. Shows her it. And she realizes she has the second amplifier. This is also the first person that knows outside of their group yep. that there is another amplifier and that she now has it on her. And she absolutely flips her lid. Yeah. And is like, why would you ever do that? Only You're only supposed to have one. And basically, it's like, get out. Yeah. She wants nothing to do with it. Yeah. And then Alina has the audacity to ask for help finding the third. Find her. Goodbye. Yeah. Get out. Like, <laughs> Alina, come on, girl. Come on. You stupid. Pick up on social cues. Yeah. So, this is important. This is a super important conversation because we talk yeah. about the power that Alina now feels because she says basically that Alina could just. Like, kill her. Or, yeah. like, take just basically everything. take out away everything. Yeah. And then she, a backer calls her out and is like, all right, awesome, you're doing well with your power that you now have. Like, like calls the light girl. Yeah. yeah. And then Alina's like, oh, shit, I just threatened a blind old woman. Like, what is wrong? What am I doing? Yeah. She, like. She needed that call out. Yeah. To, like, But then she gets angry about it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She and she's like, I could take away this room. And she's like, you're a fire, you're obedient servant. Like, then you would talk to me then. Then you would help me then. No, that's what we're to talking me, about. Yeah, to oh, me. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's we're talking about. That, that, that is no, that's okay. such Sorry. a childish temper tantrum. It is. All that, that is she literally is just a temper tantrum. No. It's like when a kid is just like throwing, like it doesn't make any sense. It's just whatever she wants to do to get her way. Yeah. She just wants her way. She wants the firebird. And she doesn't care who she hurts in the process. It's very greedy. Yeah. The greed of men. Symphony. Uh, the universe. Analyzing it. Yeah, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, basically, she will not help her with the, the I was going to say stag, but at this point, we're at the firebird. Firebird. Yeah. We're three um, down. <laughs> and she runs out, and she runs back into the servant. And he's like, are you really the sun summoner? And oh, she doesn't. You're a saint. She doesn't even answer him. She just runs past him. Well, because she's so taken aback by what she just she's went so through, upset. and yeah. then the fact that he's calling her a saint, just re like yeah, is another picks the wound. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, and then she goes by and sees the school. This is at that point, right, where yeah. she sees the school and realizes she has to make a decision. Yeah, and she needs to evacuate because if the Nichiboria come. Don't talk that way. Then if she were to come, then um, that's a problem. Maybe screwed. Yeah. So, but at least she's kind of thinking rationally again. Absolutely, she is. I think that bagger talk is very important. And chapter fifteen. Yes. Yes. 
All right. Oh, okay. So she goes into the war room, guys, and she she's the map. She's waxing poet. And she's like tree oh. about maps again, which makes my heart happy. She like feels like home again. Yes. Yeah. This is their first war council meeting, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, they have Sergey and Mao, and who else? I'm sorry, David, Zoya, um, and then a couple of other people Pat we haven't Havel, really met. Havel. Yeah. She becomes a little bit more um, important. Important yes. here. Fedor is here. Uh, Paja or pa- Paja. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is that. I think that's people? all of them um, for now. Who's the other fabricators? David and, and Paige. Not Paige. Oh, okay. It's okay. No, you know two, I can't say anything. I think no, they're there's both two. important. There's one, yeah. No, no, no. I meant the importance. Oh. And anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, yeah. Paja, no. Paja, P-A-J-A. Yeah, she's the other P-A-J-A. fabricator. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's um, a, we learn a new term, which is alchemy, which is a fabricator who specialized in chemicals like blasting powders and poisons. Yes. So I yes. think that's interesting because we've heard a lot about like the heart renders and the healers or the tailors, but now we're learning about these other yeah, distinctions. There's the alchemy and the durists. So yes, which is, is what David is. Yeah, exactly. Because he manipulates the matter, and then the alchemy or alchemy chemicals and are the chemicals. Yeah, that's so interesting. I thought that was a good point. Like I missed that the first time around. Yeah. Um. So they're going into the. Into this meeting. Into the fold. <laughs> into the fold. Into, into the fold. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they decide that they are debating. It's with the first army, right? <laughs> I keep getting them mixed up in my head. I'm not gonna lie. The first part of the meeting was spent discussing. Oh, the members of the Grisha at the various outposts around Ravka who had been in hiding, and they're trying to decide how yes. to get them to come back because they need more people. They decide that. They decide the well, trying to decide the apparatus. Yes. And so then we move on. And they're like, and fuck it, she... leave the whole apparatus shit to the king. Yes. Yeah. And then she's like, you know what, I need to make sure that they know what they're up against. So I just skipped a bunch, so hopefully you don't have, a, have that. But, um, yeah, so she takes a deep breath and tells them everything. And then... Paja, oh, about the Nichiovoya? Yeah. Is that the part? Okay. Just everything. Yeah. Yeah, all of that. What the yeah. Darkling went through, what they went through. Yep. Um, and then she, I think it's, is it Paja? Is that how we're pronouncing it? In my head, sure. that's... Okay. She okay. calls out that, you know, even though that sounds horrible, she escaped. Yeah. So there must be a, a way to, to escape yeah. and get past them. And so Alina makes sure that she knows that the power can destroy them, but it takes a toll. Because she has to use the cut. Yes. And that's a lot of power. And um, she says that she's not sure how many she can handle at once. Because, like... The cut, There's well, it could take out a lot, but, like, not all of them at once. So then they make the point that the Darkling has to be there because Mal brings up that he has to be a mile or two in the reach of all of that yes. in order for them to live. Right, it's not limitless. Yes, and so then it goes on about, um, moving on about, like, wh- whether it's Grisha power or is it the... Mirzost. Mirzost. Merzost. That's probably better. I was excited. I don't know. She's yeah, probably wait, right. Wait, no. Merzost? 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 I don't know. I mean, um, I've always said Merzost, but looking at it, Merzost makes total sense. 
Either way, magic and abomination was the same. So those are the same word. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's interesting. That really shows how much just everything goes on in wrap But Mir's ghost <laughs> was different. It says that it's a corruption of making the... The making at the heart of the world. What does that mean? So that's the whole Grisha theory thing. Thisness and thatness. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Pull it full circle for me, Jess. Explain. Yeah, so like the making at the heart of the world is where the small science begins. So like, it's like what fuels their power type of thing. Okay. So, yeah, so they're trying to figure out if it's the same thing. It's not. It's obviously not. Um, so then they talk about, like, has Grisha ever had this kind of power before? Yeah, that's a and big then, question. And then Fedor is basically, doesn't matter. How do we fight it? And David gets all awkward. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is He's sitting and he's, like, uncomfy. Yeah. Um, so then she decides in her head she's going to talk to him after everything is over because he needs to know more about what is happening. So... Basically, um, they're, like, counting up their resources, and she's like, crap, we don't have a very big army. We're screwed. Yeah, so she's like, we have 40, maybe 50. This is not good. So then um, that all happens, and it leaves her very, like, mixed. And then Mal goes out Mal with is a leaving. hunting party. Um, she goes out to see him. She's talking about there's, like, a bunch of people, it seems like. So she's like, oh, wow, like, big to do sort of thing. Dang, this is bigger than I, than I realized. And I feel like she feels kind of awkward. Yeah, because yes. she can't really say goodbye. Yeah, because yeah, people are watching. She's just her, like, the leader of her guard or whatever. Yeah, they're not, t- excuse me, together. Um, and Thanks. then she's like, have oh, fun. fun. Try not to shoot anyone. And he's like, wait, don't shoot anyone? Like, <laughs> their like, banter makes their me banter. happy sometimes. I know, I roll high, but I hate him too, I so it's, I it's hard. It's like, he's, like, but he calls her Moy Sovereigny, which like I feel like he hasn't really done before, so he's kind of calling her out for like, we like you're acting like we don't have anything more than this working relationship. Yeah, and, and I feel like he only calls her that when it's like an assault. It's kind of like yeah. when he bowed to her. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. But he's excited to go, and she's like deflated by that. She's like, yes. Um. So then Tamar is talking to her, and I love their banter. Mm-hmm. It makes me very that. happy. Um. They talk. <laughs> Alina talks about when they were at Crimson. She had an old sock that she would talk to when he was gone hunting. This is so sad. And then she asks what Talia and Tamar would play with. And Tamar says, the skulls of our enemies. That's just the most incredible thing. I love them so much. That's going to be my casual response to everything now. The skulls of my enemies. Yeah. We had, to get, we had to practice so we can get good at just saying it straight. But first. can you imagine like being on a date and then like ask you a question and then you're just like What's the your skulls hobby? of my enemies? Playing with the souls of my enemies. The souls. The souls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's that scarier. Wait a minute. I'm playing with my enemies' souls. <laughs> Alright, moving on. <laughs> um, I don't well, have any enemies. She just <laughs> just a sweetheart. Botkin comes back out into yeah. play. Oh, Botkin. Um, He's an Arkadzia, you know. 
Yes, we did not. I do now, Jessica. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he comes out, and they're besties. By the way, they are besties. They come become besties. Tomorrow and, and Toya. To, to, uh, Toya. Toya. I I still pronounce Toya, Toya in my head. I'm I think sorry. it's okay. Either, Either way, way. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. You know what, Sir, 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 Sergey, Sergey, Toyo, Sergey, Sergey, Sergey. Anyway, so um, basically, yeah, they're besties, best friends forever. And then it goes on, and they are sitting at a table. There's it's Nikolai. Yeah, they're in on the like big league yeah. advisory yeah, meetings. Oh, and yeah, we I just, said, oh sorry. No, we just skipped like yeah. So they're in on a meeting that's with all because the she was at the stables, and yeah. that's where she sees Bakken, and he's mm-hmm. like reminiscing. He's like, "Oh, I taught the little girl how to fight. So now you're a big girl, and I teach you how to fight again." <laughs> Maybe a little girl likes to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but then she goes directly from the stables into this meeting yeah. with Nikolai at this table yeah. with all these advisors, and they're low key assholes. They're, they're like, falling out. they're like saying like, "Oh, like they can't be trusted." Yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which they're just but then Nikolai bases. is yes. his badass self and is like proving that they deserve to be there. Yeah, but also she felt kind of awkward being there, and I was like, hashtag kids table, like yeah. family dinners, and you're stuck for kids, kids table. Yeah, that's how she felt. Um, I don't know. My our kids table at our family functions are is absolutely lit. It's amazing because we're all not kids now. anymore, and so hundred percent. But when we thing. were still kind of kids, but when it's awkward. not, yeah, yeah, yeah it's awkward. Like, it's like I don't like any. But now we're like, yeah. fuck you all. I'm not me, because yeah. I was the youngest always, so I was just like awkward until I was old enough to get their jokes. Aww. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> they come out of this meeting, and Nikolai asks, um, "Walk me down to the lake," and she's like hesitating, and he's like, "Promise that I'm not gonna propose to you like down at this lake." I love him so much. I know. I like that, but also. Going back to when, like, the Darkling walked her from the lake back up there oh, shit. Like, right. and kissed her. You're right, like, you're right, you're right. How comfy. I didn't even how think about comfy. that. <laughs> uncomfy. No, you're right. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Um, Sorry, but yes, so I did like that exchange. But he's, like, poking. Yeah, you know you're right. 100%. Yeah. So he pokes some fun at her, and she decides to go because she's like, okay, it's Nikolai. Like, it's just Nikolai. Um, and he ends up. They end up stopping at, like, a little strip of the beach, and um, he says, I want to construct a pier here. Yes. And she's like, why? Why? And he's like, I'm going to reconstruct the hummingbird. And she's, like, kind of, like, poking at him. She's like, oh, you can't sit still. You can't keep your hands in one thing. Like, can't focus. And he's like, well, actually, um, I'm hoping that we can fight the Darkling and defeat him. But if not, uh, we need a plan B, basically. But he kind of does. Like, yeah. this This is where my brain is, okay? Yeah. I need plan D, E-F-G-A-J-K-L-M-O-P. Mm-hmm. So I get where he's at of needing multiple, multiple scenarios, even though... Alina's like, what do you mean we're going to be him no matter what? Yeah. I'm like, Alina, baby, maybe not. Yeah. Like, you got to have. You have to have the. Multiple yeah. plans. You have to see everything. Maybe that's just my craziness Anxiety. coming out. Like, maybe <laughs> a little bit of perfectionism hanging yeah. in there. I don't know. But, like, I get. No, I agree with from. him. Um, But then they have this kind of, like, moral. Like, this conversation is a yeah. hard one. Because she's yeah. like, what about everybody else? Like, I'm not. I'm I'm, not, I'm going. not going if nobody like if nobody else can be saved along with I'm me. I'm staying here. Um, and he's like, I kind of thought you would say that. 
and she's like, so you're going to just leave us here? Like, this is your escape route sort of thing? And he's, he's like, like, no. Nah. <laughs> no. I you want know a hero's me. death. You know me. Yeah. I need that, like, dramatic. I've always wanted a hero's funeral. Yeah. Yes. But it's for his family. They really need to get her his parents, out. Yeah. And then she's like, well, background. Yes, but the point about the squallers, because he asks about the squallers, because they have to have the squallers to be able to get the hummingbird into the sky, and she says they are not gifts. Yes. Good job, baby. Yes, because her whole situation with Jenya, because he asked for them. He said, will you give me two squallers? She's like, I can't give them to you. I'll I'll ask ask for volunteers. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not going to give them to you. Mm -hmm. And I just, yes, girl, that is a huge shift in culture for their their second army or whatever. That's incredible. She's already changing things so quickly. She's amazing. Um, But she does petition for Bagra, and he's like, okay. But then he's like, I still think that we can win. And she's like, I'm glad somebody does because like, I don't know. <laughs> um, that whole conversation just like hurts my heart because like imagine having like. Yeah. 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 And having to decide who gets to be saved. Yeah, you don't get to decide. You're no. not God. Nope. Good luck, everybody. Period. Okay. So chapter 16, we still realize that she hasn't had a conversation with David yet. Yep. He keeps so she avoiding her. Him. She goes him? and finds, finds him. him. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. Um, this is a very interesting conversation. He is just as David as he always is, which he's just focused on his his whatever he's working on. But we do feel like it's a little off. Like he's just trying to move on from the situation. Um, and so she see here's what he's talking about. And then um, she gets kind of right to it. She's like, David, I need to ask you something. It's very important. And then he immediately just looks at the collar because he knows what it's going to be about. Um, and so he asks about, and I'm not even going to try to say the name because I can't say it. So just go. Who does he ask about? What? Morozova? Thank you. <laughs> um, he asks about him. Or she asks about him. And then um, he was... She picks up on him being, like, nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And upset and, like, scared. Anxiety rising. He's, he, they call him a specific name. The Bonesmith. Ew. I don't like that. I don't it, like that I don't all. like that. Um, um, and she's like, why? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Because of the amplifiers and he drops a big bomb and he's like, he did not find them. He made them. And she's like, she's like wait, what? Mind blown. What? Yeah, that's a huge moment in this book. That's a huge. That's a. That's a. She's big she starts piece of to try to connect everything about the darkling, the magic, the everything that's happening. Um, because that creation is like Marzos. Like, yeah, he didn't find them. The fact that he made them, that goes back to David's awkwardness in the meeting of has anybody held this power before? And he wanted like, yep. to be like. Cough, cough, Marazova. But they're not supposed to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we find that out because of journals, right? Yeah. He's like, most of the journals have been burned or something like that. Yes, because it's talking about the Darkling. Oh, because Um, David didn't know that the Darkling is still the Darkling. He was like, the Black Heretic, or the Darkling had them burned because the Dark Heretic. His hair. Yeah. His hair. His hair. (laughs) Because then it just goes into all the lies that are still happening. Like, it just reminds me, like, her keeping the secret of the second amplifier, but also keeping the secret of the Darkling is 
the first Darkling, that there is no bloodline of Darklings. And she's right. seeing what he knows and what he doesn't know. Yeah. Um, so moving on, um, they're talking about, well, she's just really trying to get all the information possible. And then she just literally cuts to it and is like, why aren't you with the Darkling? You were yes. the one that makes made the caller. Why aren't you there? And he says the most heartbreaking <sighs> sentence, which is, I make things, I don't destroy them. Yes. Which makes me understand that he really didn't understand the Darkling's intentions. Is what, like, when I read this, I that's no, what I think. 100%. Because he didn't know what was happening. Exactly. And then after the fact, he realized it and realized that he didn't want to break things like the Darkling yeah. does. And that's why he bailed on him and went back to the little palace. And I was like, David. I said, oh, poor David. Um, but yeah, so that's an absolutely heartbreaking and really important thing for us to see into David's mindset. I know, because before this, I feel like we because we've read everything else, we love him. But yes. because we did not know I was mad at him the first time around, you think he's a villain. I was like, screw you, David. Yeah. But not the first yeah, time. He didn't know. He didn't know. He, he didn't really know. did not know. And um, So now we love him again. Yes, and we still see, though, that Alina doesn't completely believe. Or not that she doesn't believe him, but she's questioning, it. questioning him and still just keeping him at bay. Which yes. I think is healthy. That's fair. fair. Boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Moving on. I don't know where She goes back to the library. Okay. Um, and she's searching everything about uh, Morozova. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, all kinds of texts. <sighs> But it's all very confusing, and there's no specific details that she can figure out. Like, everything, every book that she finds where he is mentioned, the details are different. Um, Because there's, like, Sanct Ilya, and then there's Ilya Morozova. And it's it's still not confirmed that it's the same person. Like, she has her suspicions, but there's, like, books about one, books about the other, and nothing that confirms the overlap. And yes. some of it is written in ancient Wapkin, and yeah. she can't, she doesn't understand it. Which yes. is important, because then someone comes and checks on her. Tolia comes about. Um, He's and... like, what are you doing in here by yourself, girl? Yeah, and then he read. also doesn't, he can read. Yes. Yeah, yeah so it goes on. The... Ancient Wapkin. Yes. And she's like, how? And he was like, we were raised in the church. Yeah, because they're very like that the whole confusing. saint thing. Even back when they were like selling the finger bones and all of that. Oh yeah. Toya and Tamar were like justifying it. Like hope yes. is very important. Like hope in the saints, and like you can tell they're definitely very religious. Yes. So it makes sense that they were like really? raised religious and all yes. of that. But how does that make them understand the ancient Rafkin? Do you get that? In the church, well, they were my guess is it. like their Bible was probably like written in ancient Afghan. So like growing up in Sunday school, it's kind of like different versions of different religious texts being written in an ancient text, and like the children growing up learning that language is what I understood. Yeah. Yes. Also, Alina says that the library was her best hope, and yeah. same always. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Sorry, you. <laughs> I was just gonna move on because then he he basically says like I will translate for you if you want, um because she's not understanding it but she sees that names are lining up and yeah. that it could possibly be very helpful so she says yes. And then he, go on. No, go on. He does something really strange and he <laughs> takes a vow as Jessica is 
showing us. <laughs> it's a deep bow. That was really good, actually. But he stays there. He stays there. And she's like, what is happening? And then she realizes that she needs to do something. So he places, she places her hand on, on his, his shoulder, shoulder. And he leaves, he like almost as this relief of a breath. As like... I'm kind of like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm very confused, but I almost am like, I think he believes that she really is a, sh- a saint. Yeah. Because yeah. we kind of got that from... The context clues are leading us to this yeah. assumption. And Alina gets the sh- like shiver, shiver up her spine. Like this is weird. This is. I mean, it kind of was weird, yeah. but like it was also kind of sweet. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a little sweet. So Mal's back. Mal's back. Oh, good. And he's uh, just talking about what's going on, and he kind of gives her the rundown. Um, what happened? Yes, but then he goes on. To say that some people think that she's uh, fake and that it's like an elaborate system of mirrors and pulleys and hypnotism. Um, but then he says it's not funny because she starts to laugh at this. And they think that she he admits that when these men are drunk, because he says they're deep in their cups, that they think that Grisha should be rounded up and executed. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Which is not good because that's her. But then he goes on Bye, to explain... Lena that when they were kind of in this state, he was also telling them stories about the human parts of her. And she's like, she's embarrassed. She's like, why would you tell them these parts about me? Like, about her hating herring and loving plum cake. And And jumping in puddles. Yeah. And she, he says, I wanted to make you human. They don't, they see you as a saint and they don't see the human aspects of you. And that's what's gonna make people believe in you. I think that's so important. I think it is too. That's another huge difference between her and the Darkling. Yeah. And then she responds with, do you practice being wonderful? And he says daily. I wrote beside that I miss this, Mal. Because that's the joking... And the joking sweet. and the sweet and the smart with words, Mal, and not the jealous. Yeah. Yeah. He, and then he winks and he's like, but I prefer to be useful. Yes. And yes. it's like such a joke yeah. that he's like, he's gotten over his salt between yeah. the whole Nikolai thing, like his trip away. He's like, just loving gotten her. over it. And he's like, I'm useful. Like, but in a cute way, not like salty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they go into a chapel because mm-hmm. Tolia had mentioned yes. that she should take a look in the chapel to try to find more texts with Morzost. Morzost? What? You know, we're no that one. one. Um, more about him in the chapel. So they go in and they're looking about and it's kind of a waste of time because there isn't a whole lot for they them to find. Anything. They're talking about the other saints. Um, they find some art. Um, everything's a mess. It smells like mildew. And they go on to leave. Well, and, but then she feels the pull of the emptiness at her wrist. Like, she feels that there's something missing because they're looking at the, the saint that's on the wall, correct? Right? Like, they're looking at Elia's face. Yeah. And then she feels it. And I wrote, grief, question mark? Because she's feeling that pull, like something is missing. And so she's like, where is it? Ah, that's a good point. I missed that. I completely ran over that. Yeah. That's great. So, um, but then go ahead and, because what you're about to say is really important too. She turns down the aisle. They're about Mm -hmm. to leave. And the fucking Darkling is waiting. (gasps) That's where I see Ben Barnes. (laughs) Ben Barnes just sat in a pew. (gasps) In the pew. I can't wait to see that. (laughs) Makes the entire house. Um. But I am getting sick of his shit because yeah, what too. is he doing? Goodbye. 
Yeah. Is it unless, her? Is it him? What's happening? Unless here? it's your act, unless you're actually Ben Barnes, I don't care. Yeah, no. we don't care about the Darkling. We care about Ben Barnes in this house. Um, and Mal kind of can tell, and he's like, "What is it?" And to your point earlier, she's like, "See him, please see him." Like she's worried that she's crazy. That yeah. she's crazy. And he's like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "Nothing." Like, do you think we should go check in the vestry again? I don't know what a vestry is. Do you guys know what a vestry is? I'm assuming it's part of the chapel. chapel, I don't know. Um, And he's like, oh, like, it doesn't seem great. And she's like, yeah. And so they are walking right past him. And then I think, Becca, you were talking about it, where he presses a finger to his lips. lips, And I'm like, hi, Ben Barnes. Hi, Ben Barnes. (laughs) You can see it. Um, But also, like, how freaking creepy. Super creepy. In this moment. Super creepy. And, like, this, like, chapel that's, like, mildewy and, like, falling in on itself. And he's just sat in the pew, like... I would be crying and screaming. That's yeah. creepy as hell. So, yeah. And then... Oh, one part that we learned, though, is that the Darkling's face is unscarred. Oh, yeah. Which because... we know from before. Yeah, that he has all these scars from when she abandoned <gasps> him before. Yes, but when he when she sees him like this... He's, like, perfect. And so that makes it even more confusing because it's, like, is she seeing him how she remembers him? Or is this how he's appearing to her? Or has he been healed? Like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, that's a great point. Wow. Which one is it? We have no idea. We have no idea. Yeah. Um, so then they detail for the chapel, and yeah. Vaseline, <laughs> Vaseline is there. <laughs> that's his name from now on. Vaseline. Yeah, uh, so... <laughs> She starts to talk to Mal about the third amplifier, but he points out that Vaseline is there waiting, and Vaseline comes out of the trees to talk to Alina. Mal goes away, Vaseline is there and is talking to him, basically proposes to her, Yeah, and he starts talking about, like, how Mal doesn't know his place because Mal is like, I'll be right here. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote... Only we can trash talk Mal. Seriously? Yeah. Because when I read that, I got angry. Same. I know, yeah. Like, don't you talk about Mal that way. And I'm I like, agree. Yeah, but first of all, we, these princes be bold. They do and be bold. Like, That's like, why in my 10 words up, I was like, they do be bold. Nikolai or Vasily or Mal, because now she's got three suitors like going for her. Square. Or the Dark Lake. She's, she's got four. four. She was one of the ugly or five. Hectagon. Hectagon five. So Vaseline is like, what power does Nikolai hold? Like, I'm the actual heir. You should marry me instead. Type of thing. Yes, and I can only make you queen. And she's like, I heaped an internal sigh. And I wrote, like, all underlines. Because isn't that so accurate when you're trying not to be rude, but you're just, like, inside. You're cringing and you're like, Yes. But you can't actually do it. Yeah, so you gotta hold your tongue and just She says only a king can make a queen. Like Vaseline and a king. Hey asshole, you're not actually a king yet, so back the fuck up. Like reach. But then he goes on and he's like, My father won't live much longer. I as good I as good as rule rock. I as good as rule rock. I as good. I almost gave away Like, also, you're talking about your father's death. Yeah. Like, 
And then he's all like, Euchre's a hyper-crimson orphan, but you might rise higher still. You know what? Screw him. Let's move on. Yeah. She's Bye. like, I need lunch. Yeah, because he's like, what do you want, Sun Sumner? And she's like, my lunch. My lunch? Go Goodbye. away. Nobody cares about you. All right. <laughs> the sass. I love it. So, I'm sorry, I just totally ended that chapter. I was like, goodbye, moving No, on. it's basically the same, because um, she finds Val, and she's like, another prince, another proposal, and they Mal, get pissy. And, and, and like, oh, Mal's, shit, really? But Mal's not even worried. No, yeah. no, not about Vaseline. I mean, Nick Vaseline's <laughs> <laughs> a different story. But we've already said that what's-his-face has the chin of his dad, which is, like, non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Then <laughs> they're like, I wonder if the Darkling had to deal with this shit. And Mal, like, just pictures the Darkling, like, having to, like, get rid of all these, like, duchesses, yes. like, fawning over him. But then she has a depressing thought at the end because she's thinking about how vastly different Vaseline She's becoming such a diplomat. She is aware how much everyone wants to use her at yeah. this point. And she yeah. is. She's. <laughs> Pause. Okay. Why the fuck? <laughs> Jessica's now is in, is in Flamingo. <laughs> so chapter 17. Yeah. Summer deepened. Is this the last chapter we talked about? It's hot out? Yes. Oh, so interesting in this chapter, the king, so even though they don't trust the Grisha, the king and all of his people are using the Grisha to, like, summon winds yeah. and, yes. like, cool down the temperatures and all of these things. And I'm like, hmm, so you'll use them when it's convenient yeah. for you. I don't trust you, but I'm using you. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. I hate it. So... That's a really good point. Um, and she makes she says that every morning she meets with the Grisha Council, which I think that's interesting that it's a daily occurrence. I think that's important yeah. because they are like in the middle of going to war. Yeah, they're because oh, that's so interesting you say that because I wrote in these chapters they're just planning for war. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what. But it also, is. like looking back to when the Darkling was in charge, he like never showed face. No, he just was by himself. Yeah. He would sit in the room and they would go in and see him. Like, he didn't really walk around the way she does. Like, she's saying they have the meeting in the morning, but then she goes out. Public. Yeah. Democracy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It says that they're with Nikolai. He's still kind of hoping to find the Darkling and go to fight him, but now they're kind of considering that's maybe not gonna what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also interesting that Nikolai is in the room during the Grisha councils. Because he's not Grisha. Yeah. That's a really important point. Is Mal there? Mal is there. So there's two episodes. Yes, but he's like a guard, so he's basically... Yeah. Kind of just standing in the corner. That's but interesting. Nikolai's like an active Sh- part of it. Should we talk about Zoya and Nikolai's exchange? Yes, yes. we should. On page 295. Fine. <laughs> They're both fine. Yeah, accurate. Um, he says, he makes a point that the monsters that the Darkling has created 
are not indestructible. Yes. And that the Darkling isn't either. Because I forgot about this. I did yeah. too. You shot him. You shot, yeah. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about this. Zoya was like, wait, hold the phone. You, you did shot what? Him? And he's like, yeah. But then he, like, tries to, like, downplay. He's, he's like, like, I'm not a very good shot. Maybe one day I'll improve with practice. Oh, Nikolai. Then Alina goes on to say that, yeah, the Darkling's powerful, but we are too. Yeah. And it's kind of refreshing to see that little bit of hope. Because, yes. like, last chapter she mentioned, like, oh, shit, we only have, like, 40 people. But she's also, like, projecting to the rest of her team, like, hey, we've got this. We're powerful. It's, everything's fine. Because it's both of them working together. Yeah. It's the first and second armies working together. Yes. And they've never faced that before. I put hashtag TWMTW, which I have to remember what that means <laughs> because now I'm a couple drinks further than I was when I wrote this. Teamwork, Teamwork makes the dream. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. That's iconic. Good yes. job, Jess. That's true, though. That's literally this whole chapter. That's the whole point. Yeah. Um, yeah. If they actually had worked together the whole time. Like, it would make so much more sense. It does make more sense. So then we go on a little bit, and they're discussing how they're going to fight him, and then how blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they ask, like, Basically, do we know what happens to all the shadow soldiers is what they're calling the monsters and stuff. Um, When they kill the Darkling and um, Alina has to stop and be like, you said when, when we call, when we kill the Darkling. She was like, I wanted to hug her. I wanted to hug her. And uh, Alina's reaction, I think it's Paja, and her certainty and the wording that she did that they're going to kill the Darkling is just simply precious and amazing. And there's always hope even when no one has actually given her any hope. Yeah. Yeah. Except for in that wording. I love that. That's precious. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yay. Um, okay. Also, they start to accept the fabricators as like an active and important part of the team. And yeah, they're working together. And Nikolai is working with them. Yes. yes. And then the corporal fire is it the fabricators that they're working with? I think so. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. This so, gets into oh, a kind of gross part. Yeah. Like when I read this, I was like, I, I said, okay, missed this part. Minute. Um, so basically, in the corporal Kai anatomy rooms, the fabricators are going in trying to fuse Grisha steel into human, human bone. bone. And we learned that this is first army volunteers. So this isn't Grisha volunteers. These are normal people who have volunteered and that there's like, you can hear the screams of them because basically it doesn't take, it's like a new piercing. Sometimes your body rejects a new piercing. Or like, like an organ transplant and sometimes it like rejects. Your body, yep, exactly. Like sometimes it doesn't work. And oh, this part made me sick. Yeah. And it reminded me of some other things that happened, but in a couple of pages, it talks about like the Shuhan basically like yeah um like experimenting and that's kind of what they're doing right now and I'm like oops I don't like it it's weird yeah, it's creepy I agree there's like lines that shouldn't be crossed and I feel like they're starting that's to cross them. them a little bit I would agree yeah but it's interesting because it's not like this is like their last hope like right now like hopes are kind of high they and are. to be resorting to things like that seems like something you would do as a last resort. Yeah. So it's kind of, it kind of makes me feel icky. But also, like, I kind of understand why, because they're trying to make them 
like more powerful. Yeah, so they're trying to make them be able to resist the Michiboya. Yes. The and so so it makes sense. And also, they're like when it's a clinical trial and you sign up for it. Like they're not forcing. Where I it's feel like years, yeah. in the Shuhan, they like force. They're like yeah, they're capturing like, them. Yeah, exactly. Whereas it, it specifically explicitly says I don't know. they are so gross. Um, volunteers. So yeah. I mean, I guess you do you, boo boo. I don't know. <laughs> So moving on, they're doing other experiments and stuff, and and they start talking about how Nikolai is like slowly incorporating into into the workroom in different ways, and so he actually ends up at one point just like over his own desk and working on he's working on the hummingbird bird and bird. I love that <laughs> hummingbird and stuff, and I do love that. I thought that was sweet because they've just kind of like accepted him, which I think is important. If he were to become, you know, the next in line, which whether he does or not, we're not sure. And so, like, if he does do that, that's important to have that connection. Yeah, for sure. He's making that connecting with him. Connection with him. (laughs) So there's all of these meetings that they have to attend. And Vaseline (laughs) shows up to one of them. And Nikolai opens them with open arms. And Elena's kind of confused by that. She, like, kind of expected some pushback there but like automatically Nikolai jumps in and like gets his opinion and is like look at all these papers and it's like trying to show him the reality of what being king is like you can't just sit back and hope for the best like it we're almost at war there's a yeah. lot of active things you need to be doing so it's like his slick way of like welcoming him in but also like trying to deter him He's kind of manipulating him. Yeah, yeah no, one absolutely. Yeah, he's very manipulative in this moment where he's like, "Let me show you how it's really gonna be," and drops yeah. a bunch of files into his lap. But it's not manipulation. That's not true. No, like, that is what it needs to be doing. Yes, it's a it's a wake up call. Yeah, yes. this is what it takes That's, to yes. run a country. Because he's even said like his dad took the lazy route and yeah. doesn't do these things, and they're in such a bad place because, because of, of that. that. Yeah. So he's and Vaseline, to show him Vaseline to the point. just expects to be able to follow that exactly. and sit back and not take a front seat perspective. Right. But the country has digressed so much that they need to take an active stand, yeah. and Nikolai is trying to show that, basically. And then it kind of backfires a little bit, because he yeah. talks so much now and deters everything. That and takes ten times as long to do It takes ten times as long, and... <laughs> She tells Nikolai that she's never met a man who can say so much without saying anything at all. Yeah. And I may have written next to that, isn't that every man, though? <laughs> you okay, can, Becca. You can cut that if no, you want. No, <laughs> that's iconic. But, um, yeah, because, like, kind of accurate. And then they go on, and he, and he says, basically, make a drinking game out of it, which... Every time I he changes his mind, take a sip. Yes. I'm sure there are plenty of drinking games we that love drinking games. can play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so then they're just talking more about the first and second armies kind of blending. There's friendships forming. And then at the bottom of the first paragraph of 301, she's saying that they ended up um, taking to call each other no, no, no Nikki, which is means zeros, um, because they were no longer strictly first or second army. And I love, love that, that so much. Besties for life. Literally, like... Hashtag 
they're finally one army. Like yeah. they're blending together enough that it's there's not a distinct line. It's just the army. It shouldn't have been a first and second army exactly. anyways. It should have been always the one, been one, one working army. together for Ravka. And they're finally getting that. I Thank love you that everyone. so much. Okay. Yes. Okay. Anyway, now we go into Tolyan Tamar. Yes, and Bodkin is like Dangerous boy, dangerous girl. Dangerous girl. Loves them so much. Gets to talk his first language with them. Gets to hang out with them. And and he says something really important about how they use their powers as a second weapon. Yes. Their first army is, or their first weapon is their their physical abilities. Which I'm sure Botkin loves because that's his only ability. He doesn't have Grisha power. Yes. So. And... There, not Nadia and Bach can start talking about it, and Nadia's like, I like her, and then they're talking about their fearlessness. Yes, but Botkin is also he says fearless is another word for stupid. I know, and I was like, oh, Botkin, he's just like, but it honestly can be because like you run blindfolded into like whatever, and it could be a very bad thing. Like it can be a very good thing. <laughs> this part was so great. Did Antonio smack him in the mouth? And so he his mouth is all swollen and he can't yes, talk properly. Yes. And he, it says, I wouldn't say that to her face, but it's like she's written it in the way that you can hear it. Like he has a fat lip and can't talk properly anymore. I wouldn't say that to her face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I kind of don't like him at all. I hate him right I, now. Okay, cool. I hate him. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know. I'm kind of um, indifferent. I don't know. I just kind of can't him. Yeah, but yeah, but like he's not important enough to really care that you're right. Him, but don't waste your opinion. time on it. So Alina is listening to all this conversation happening about you know Toya and whatever, and then Nadia is is saying they got a lot of drama, her stuff, and then she finds herself thinking about Jenya, which is absolutely precious, and she realizes no matter what, she still misses her because yeah, Jenya wouldn't have cared. Friend. She yeah. wouldn't have cared. Yeah, I miss Jenya too. I do too. Um, and then Nadia comes up yes. and makes a plea to her. And we find out that Nadia actually has a brother who's in the school. Adric? Adric. Yeah. Adric. Um, and Jesus they heard Lord. the plans that they were going to evacuate the school. The plan was that Botkin was going to go with everybody to Crimson, right? Yes. Carrow. When I read it, it doesn't sound right. Crimson? I think it's it doesn't matter. Anyway. Um, you want to say, and they want to say, she asks if he's a student. And they said yes. And they want to know if he can stay. And they kind of go back and forth and they make a solid plan plan for him to stay. And this, she decides yes, as long as he keeps it to himself. Well, first yes, she's but like, it's, come back in a year. It's Yes. But, they go back and forth about it quite a bit. Yes. And this whole thing is very blunt. And we really see Alina have no, you're right, such yeah. leadership here. Because she looks at Nadia and makes sure she understands the extent of what this decision would be. Nadia. Which basically would be, she could be burying him at the end of this. Which yeah. is so accurate. And she needs to be like, this is your decision. Are you going to let him stay? Because if he stays, this could be the outcome. Yeah, because she says, if you're afraid to disappoint him, <laughs> what will it be like to bury him? Which is, oh, think of those two distinctions. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But also, this kid's probably like 12, because they're like 17. Well, it says he's about to graduate in a year. So, so what age? Like 15, probably. Yeah. Because if he's they're young. Like 16. Yeah. 
well, now they're probably like 17, but yes. when they were like, you know, graduating yeah. or whatever, they were like 16 years old. So this kid's like 14, 15 probably. But obviously he's very persistent because she says even if he did get sent away, that he would just be back at the gates in a week. And so Alina finally decides he can stay. Yes. All right. So basically they move on after that and we find out that Mal is just, Charming everyone like he always is. Oh my god. And Zoya's all like, I love, I love you. I love watching him. And she's like, You don't Alina's think he all, stinks of crimson? Yeah. And she's like, Basically, like, <laughs> poor people are a turn on. It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good way to it. And Alina's like, Bitch, what? You just <laughs> used it as an insult to me, but with Mal, it's a good thing. Like, the fuck? Yeah, so she, so she basically uses this point to be like, why are you even here? Why aren't you with the Darkling? So we find throughout these chapters that Alina is really question, like using this these moments to question the people that were closest, yeah, like David and, and Alzoya, yeah. and what is going on. And man, oh man, do we see Zoya being... Zoya. Zoya, but also having a moment where she's, what's the word? Vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, 100%. This is a big moment. Yeah, big moment of just like, hey, actually this is what happened. So basically, they're going back and forth, and Alina is like, why are you here, blah, blah, blah. And Zoya is like, well, let me tell you, because the Darkling didn't tell me what was going to happen, and now my family's dead. Yeah. And so that's why I support you, because you're going against the Darkling, and I actually see some light in you. (laughs) And she's like, I'll never like you. I'll never like you, but I'll follow you. Exactly. She says, if you can keep Ravka free, then I'll fight for you. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a big deal to stand by. Like, you don't... I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't always have to love Someone the person to... if you love the motive type of thing. And understand what like they're she backs her about. Yeah. I liked that. We see we see Zoya be vulnerable in that moment. And, and we honest. kind of see her being human. Exactly, yeah. because I feel like most of the time she has this air and, like, this kind of mask on, and that finally kind of drops, and we see, like, she does hurt. She, she has human. strong beliefs. Yeah. She's yeah. human, exactly. And so then Mal waltzes up. Of course. <laughs> Which I can just picture Mal being in the corner watching the situation like my exes are talking. No, <laughs> not exes, but my ex and my current girlfriend. My past Yes, there you the go. Of my life. And, and she basically shuts him down so quickly because he's like, oh, is that, you know, are you... What was that Being about? A, yeah, what are you? What was that about? Are you upset at her? You don't like her because we had one thing happen, and she's like, actually, she broke two of my ribs, by the way. And this like, is this is more than just yeah, me like, being petty and jealous. No, this is because I don't actually trust her. Like the darkling, that was her fate. That was his favorite. This yeah. makes more sense. And he's like, say what? Yeah. Yes, but that made me go, yes, girl, go yeah. ahead. And she goes on to say she can't be sure of where her real allegiance is like, even after that whole conversation. And that's a good point. Like, she has to say vigilant. Like, they can't trust anybody at this point. And she goes on to say it's not just Zoya that it's anybody there, basically. She can't trust them because who knows who's infected the ranks of their army. Yeah, anyone. Even the servants. Scary. Yeah. Um... (laughs) So then Mal goes on to invite her to a party for Garitsky. I don't even know. And it says his father is Stephen Garitsky, <laughs> the pickle cake. And no. then he says new money. The pickle cake part 
part just really gets me. Like, what does that mean? I want to be a pickle king. I love pickles. It's like he smells of new royalty. What's the <laughs> new money and yeah? yeah. <laughs> more um, but did he get yeah. his fortune yeah. in pickles? Honestly, I hope so. I hope so too. I, we all love a good pickle. Can we please get an extended scene, <gasps> guys? I thought pickle de gallo instead of like pico Excuse de gallo. Excuse me. You know, it downstairs. Oh my god, it's downstairs. Can I have some? Okay, 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 moving on. I heard pickle dick. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So basically, Mal invites her to this party, blah blah blah, and she's like, "All right, well, okay, I guess." At first, she's like, "No, she's resisting," but then she says. He convinces her because he says that she can disguise herself. Yes, and he... It's like, all hail the pumpkin king, but all hail the pickle king. (laughs) (laughs) But then he's like... She says... He says, don't end tomorrow like this. And she says, they're my guards. They follow my orders. And he bows to her again. And he's like, yes, my queen, I guess. But we this live is, to serve. Yeah, but this, this part more jokingly. He's like, yes. we live to serve. Yeah. yeah. Like, to me, it's not like a salty. Because she's like, they follow my orders. And he's like, okay. like Okay, girl. Okay, I live to so. serve, too. Okay. But anyways. Yeah. And she says she feels okay. lighter than she has in weeks. And that's where we end. Goodbye. That's where we end. <laughs> Everyone. I want so some pico to pickle to guy. I'm just singing um Tim Burton, but it's pickle pan, pumpkin pan. Can we watch pumpkin that? Pumpkin yeah. Okay, wait. Let's movie. let's end this. Okay. Okay. So, thank you for listening with us. We have we're reading to the end next week. Yes. That's Chapter one. eighteen through the end. Through the end. So, follow along with us. Jessica will be posting. A delicious drink. A delicious drink. I can't wait. Follow us on all the social media. Let us know what you thought of our messy episode. Our chaos upstairs. Our anxiety rising. Yes. Our anxiety rising. Um, We love you. Oh, go ahead. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts now. We would so appreciate that. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us so much you don't even know. We appreciate it. At Tipsy Book Reads. Yes. Or email us at tipsybookreads at, at gmail. gmail.com. Yeah. Beautiful. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. But seriously, we would love to talk to you. Like, yeah. leave us comments. Uh, we love all of it. We're antisocial, but not with you guys. But not on social media. Not on social media. Not on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love you. We Be love safe. You. Be good. Be safe. Till next week. Responsibly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye.